Welcome to the podcast of the Pilates Alliance of Australasia. The PAA strives to continue promoting the expansion of the Pilates method as a professional and valued healthcare and fitness discipline. The Pilates Alliance of Australasia have a growing number of student members joining our organisation each year. They are the future of the Pilates industry and bring with them a fresh approach which is invigorating and inspiring. The PAA is dedicating a podcast series to students to share with you a snippet of some of our student members' journeys, their experiences, thoughts and views shared with our community of Pilates professionals, advocates and members. Oftentimes, it is from students, both those engaged in formal training and those that regularly attend studio settings, that professional instructors and trainers learn the most. Their ability to provoke teachers to develop their teaching practices, improve communication skills and search for answers to unknown questions are some of the gifts that students offer. I'm your host, Daniela DeFabio. In this podcast episode, I will be joined by Beck Fletcher from Adelaide, and she's currently studying the Integrated Diploma of Contemporary Pilates and Teaching Methodology with Tensegrity. Beck, welcome to the show, and thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure. You come with a lot of experience in the dance, fitness, and the Pilates industry. You have a degree in dance, a certificate for in mat work, extend bar teacher training. You're currently working as a mat Pilates teacher, extend bar teacher. You've had experience in the dance industry, working as a dancer as well. Perhaps you're a little different to some of the students who are starting their Pilates journey from scratch and haven't been working in the industry. How have all these other experiences and trainings made an impression on your current training? I would say that the dance training has been the most significant in supporting me in the education that I've done with Pilates to have a movement background and an understanding of how my body moves in space as well as having experienced and seen lots of different injuries. The application of Pilates to support that has been really wonderful. Every time I study something to do with the human body or physical movement, I always do anatomy because each training centre looks at it slightly differently. So that has been able to expand my knowledge and then reiterate the knowledge that I've already had, which has been really wonderful. You are currently studying with Tensegrity. Why did you decide to undertake the diploma? I was getting a little bit bored with mat work. I've been teaching mat work Pilates for nine and a half years and still love it to pieces. It's always going to be a foundational movement practice that I can always come back to. I worked with a lot of clients, worked at a lot of studios. I'd also owned my own mat Pilates studio as well. I was looking for something more and I still am really passionate about the Pilates method. So it seemed like a really good opportunity to keep with the practice, with the method, but extend that knowledge base, extend that skill set. Backtracking from that a bit, what originally drew you to the Pilates method? It was my dance. When I was training to be a professional contemporary dancer, we were doing Pilates every week as a conditioning program. 
it was a really wonderful movement method that saved me from a lot of injuries, but then also supported me to heal faster from injuries as well. After graduating, I did the course to supplement my dance and my art form and then ended up falling in love with helping people feel strong and confident in their own body. I work in the dance industry as well, and I think Pilates is such a big part of that, especially nowadays. You're currently studying with Tensegrity. What have been some of the highlights of your course so far? Definitely the in-studio portion of the course. I'm mostly a kinesthetic and visual learner, so the time in the studio was invaluable to me. I'm enjoying expanding my knowledge, having that extra bit that I can add on to the practice and the knowledge that I have. Aside from your teachers at Tensegrity, who are some of your mentors or the people you admire within the Pilates industry? There are a lot of wonderful instructors out there. It's really hard to pinpoint who stands out the most. I very much look up to women in the industry, especially those who are solely running their studios as well, having done that myself. I understand the challenges, but also the gifts that experience has to offer. I really look up to and admire those that are on that journey. I think it's important to note here that a lot of us look up to the people we collaborate with, the people we work with, the new teacher trainers that are coming through. So it's not always someone that's well-known in the industry. It's often the people that are in our own community that we really admire and look up to. I'm sure you're learning a great deal through your current study program. Could you share with us a Pilates discovery moment that illuminated something about either your personal Pilates practice or your role as a Pilates instructor? I have found that the education has reminded me how important it is to have my own self-practice. As an instructor, you're often teaching at the times that everyone else is teaching at. So getting your own practice in is really challenging. Doing the course, having these hours that I need to tick off has encouraged me to book in to do my own classes and my own practice. And it's reminded me how important it is to understand the practice in your own body so that you can really understand your own clients, especially first timers. How are they feeling? What are the challenges that they're facing? And how can you help them overcome those challenges as they work on their practice? You work in the industry, you have had your own business. As a student, it's great that we have to do the practice hours because one of the challenges when you're either running your own business or working full time, it becomes a little tricky to fit that into your schedule. You're obviously doing well, so congratulations. Thanks. It feels really challenging, but every time I get on the equipment, I go, oh yes, this is great. In Adelaide, we haven't had a lot of lockdowns. We're certainly not in the same position as Sydney and Melbourne. Are you attending online classes? Are you doing face-to-face classes? I'm doing face-to-face classes. My learning style goes really well with being in person. I find that's where I get the most out of the training. It's nothing quite like the studio experience. It's not even the fact of being there so that you can manually adjust because you can do so much as an instructor through cueing and talking to your client about them feeling their body and being in their body. 
but it's sometimes about removing yourself from your workspace or your home space and taking yourself into a curated environment that is built for mindfulness. That's what the studio setting gives a lot of people is that time away from their normal life or away from their family, away from their workload that they can actually truly switch off in. I know that I find it hard to switch off in my own space. And so the studio is that location where I can go, oh, let go of everything else. This is me time. There's a lot to be said for that. Being a student often poses some personal challenge that we must overcome to complete the courses that we've enrolled in. Could you share with us the obstacles you face? Having so much of the course online, I've really struggled to find motivation to log in and do stuff on my own time. I would have preferred to have had our face-to-face prac education extended over a full 12 months and then had pockets in between where we were doing the online education And there were maybe not deadlines, but semi-set timeframes to complete certain components or complete certain modules, like learning chair, then doing the online modules for chair, and then coming back in a month or two and then doing reformer, et cetera, et cetera. I think that would have helped because I'm very much feeling challenged by the online platform. It is difficult when you're studying online because, as you said, you need to be extremely motivated because it's about time management and that's hard. You are working in the industry. You're also a masseur, so you could do a lot of things. And when you have the small gaps, this is the other thing in the industry, you might get two hours off or one hour off and you don't have that extended period of time free to say, okay, here's my four-hour study block. Yeah. If you've just got an hour, you get 20 minutes in and then you finally find your groove and then you've only got 40 minutes left and you've got to be in your next class or I've got to start up my next massage. Having that block of time is much more convenient but hard to find. Do you see any gaps for students in the Pilates industry that you would like to acknowledge? I do actually. I was talking to a colleague recently about study programs And we were discussing how we believe it could be really beneficial that students doing a Cert 4 intending to go straight into the diploma actually have some time in the industry under their Certificate 4 before they go on to the diploma. That really comes to my own personal experience. Having spent so much time teaching mat work, it's definitely given me a lot of great experience and a lot of great knowledge that has helped me within my current diploma course. I believe that it could be helpful to build confidence and workplace experience, especially for those who are coming from non-movement-based backgrounds, who are new to the fitness industry and perhaps also new to anatomy. I know that all the education bodies structure their courses a little bit differently. How is the Tensegrity Diploma structured in terms of study? You can blend them together. You start with your Certificate 4 and you do all of that work and then you can jump straight in and go straight on to the Diploma. This is what happened with my massage course as well. I did my Cert 4 and then you had the option to postpone for six months or 12 months or you could go straight on. I did actually choose in my diploma of remedial massage to go straight on. 
I do see there being quite a lot of benefit for any education, really, to have a break, whether that's six months or a year, to get yourself comfortable and confident with the information you have currently gained and then do your expansion. Yes, it's a little bit like university studies. Some people take a break from a bachelor's degree and then progressing to a postgrad and then progressing to a master's because yeah. when you go back to study, things have settled within you. You've understood things differently. You've explored things and you come back with a different approach, I think. Absolutely. Beck, have you attended workshops, conferences or webinars that have stood out for you? I haven't done a lot of webinars except for my massage continuing ed. I've done quite a few workshops that get me really excited about the new information I'm learning. I'm very fascinated with fascia, connective tissue, both from a Pilates movement-based place and then with my massage work. It gets me very excited to talk about it with all my clients and feel motivated to understand the body in a new way. I think as Pilates teachers, we often think about fascia and if you really think about the nitty gritty of the exercises, there's a lot going on and there are a lot of slings that get connected and stretch out. It's really fascinating. Beck, it's been great talking with you today. Thank you for having taken the time to be part of the PAA Student Podcast Series. On behalf of the PAA, all the best with your studies and your future as a Pilates instructor. Thank you so much, Daniela. Thank you for having me on the podcast. It's been great. There is a membership category for every Pilates enthusiast, where the Alliance provides a wide range of information, resources, and support for everything you want to know more of with Pilates. Help us expand the message of the PAA by sharing with your network of friends and colleagues today so that the Pilates community can continue to be a vibrant and inspiring network for everyone's benefit. You can become a member today by visiting the links in the show notes. For existing members, join us on the PAA Member Forum Facebook page where you'll find an ongoing supply of resources and conversations to continue supporting you and your participation and involvement in the many levels of Pilates here in Australia. The Pilates Alliance Australasia only exists because of the contributions of the Pilates community. If there's a topic or a conversation you would love to share on the podcast, then we'd love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Pilates Alliance podcast. Please leave your comments on the Pilates Alliance Members Forum Facebook page. Remember, for anyone who is yet to become a member, we'd love to have you put your voice forward for the benefit of progressing Pilates here in Australia.